0: Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt are with you as always. And for those of you who are new to the Ninja Selling Podcast, and you're saying, what is Ninja Selling? We have an answer for you. Well, we have a place where you can go find the answers. And that's ninjaselling.com, where you can learn all about what Ninja Selling is, the four-day installation, which is our foundational training that you can get to become a ninja, so to speak. You can learn about the book. You can grab a copy of the book that Larry Kimball wrote. And you can learn about coaching, which is where Garrett and I spend a lot of our time. All the tabs are right there at the top. You can click coaching and learn about the one-on-one coaching that we do. You'll see mastery there, by the way, which is something that you can attend. Really, really great program with that. But you must have gone through an installation and be an installation graduate in order to attend that. So but you can learn about that there. And if you want to join our community, which I hope that you do, just head over to Facebook and search for The Ninja Selling Podcast. You'll find a group with... Are we almost at 13,000, Garrett? It's a lot. I, I haven't checked the membership roles. It's a lot of people. It's a lot. Just a lot of people. A lot of people. And it's incredibly active. Great questions. A lot of people sharing business through there as well. Uh, which if you are looking for a ninja, check out the Find a Ninja button on ninjaselling.com. But join our Facebook group. Garrett and I are in there. It's a great time. Lots of learning and and growth going on in there.
0: And Matt, just to jump in before I let you go, pro tip that Matt brought up to me uh, right as we were kind of getting ready for this. Yes. (laughs) Pro tip for all of you out there, if you want to be a true ninja, when somebody posts in the group looking for an agent in this area, whatever area, just fill in the blank, in blank, instead of just typing in, I'm an agent there, I can help you. Ninja tip. Number one, this is, I'm going to give you one today and then we're good. Only one tip. Pick up the phone and call. First person to pick up the phone and call will receive that business. I just know how it works. I've been doing this long enough. Uh, If you type in, I can help you in there and you think you're going to get that business, you are just taking, I, I will say this, You feel like you've engaged, but you're not really part of the game yet. So be part of the game, pick up the phone, introduce yourself. It'll be a much better way of you securing maybe a new piece of business for yourself and maybe making a friend. So with that being said,
1: yeah, Matt, what's our topic? And that goes for every Facebook group or everywhere you are. When people are like, hey, I need a realtor in this area. If that's you, just call that person. You can even post a comment like, hey, that's me. I'm going to give you a call. But most people are just dropping it in there, waiting for that person to then reach out to them. But if you're on a string, if you see all these people that
0: are commenting, like, how many people do you think that person's going to reach out to? This goes back, Matt, to that thing where I said sometimes realtors, they'll, they'll, and they've like, we'll go to fishing here for a second. So no, no cars right now fishing. But it's like, there's a fisherman saying, man, I wish I could catch a fish. I wish I could catch fish. And there's this big fish flopping around right by their feet. And they're going, yeah, but I don't have my rod and my line with me. And technically, the fish is out of the water. It jumped out and landed by my feet. So I'm just going to kick it back in the water here for a second. <laughs> I mean, literally, when that person reaches out and says, I'm looking for help, and we sit there and say, yeah, but that's not technically like, I, I'll, just, I'll just say, hey, I'm here to help you if you need help. They've asked for help. They literally are saying, I need help. The fastest you can go to be that person that reaches out and helps them, you are literally picking up that big old fish and you're heading back to your house. Yeah. Like, make it happen. No
1: doubt. Because here's the thing, too. Like, you will get that business. I mean, if I posted like, hey, I need a a ninja in this area and someone called me, done. Great. Hey, thanks. You're a ninja. Solved my problem. I I don't need to go any further than that. So anyway... That's just a a little tip. Thanks for bringing it up, Garrett, because it is funny. There was a gentleman who posted a video in response to somebody's post, which I thought was pretty cool. It definitely stood out to me. But still, just grab the phone or send that video via text message. It's so easy to find a realtor's cell phone on the internet. Or their office phone.
0: But even if you said the video, you want
1: interaction. You want to be able to... Oh, yeah. You still got to make the phone call. But if you drop the... Like, let's say they don't answer. You leave a voicemail. Then you can do a video text. Like, you could do so... Like, there's so many touch points that take like two minutes to get... Anyway, topic for today. And this actually... I'm glad you brought that up, Garrett, because our topic is about quality, right? The quality of the business. Build quality of your business the quality that people can feel, that they can experience, and what that means into building a greater rate of referral and a higher level of sustainability to your business. Because I look at this, and and this came up for me because it's a car analogy.
0: And I know you're going to talk about restaurants today too, Gary. I promised Matt I would not go down the car route. So I'm staying to restaurants today. I know you did. Which was kind of
1: like, hey, Matt, can you bring up cars so that we can...
0: No, that was pre- pretty much it.
1: There there are certain cars that you can get into and they just feel good, right? And there are certain dealerships that you go... To. And I've had experience at two different dealerships this past week because one car needed tires and the other car, the AC is broken. Matt buys lemons. Keep going. Yeah. And so both experiences were fantastic so far. I'm in the middle of the experience with the other dealership. But getting into the cars that... They just—they feel good. They're good build quality. They feel good. The dealership also made sure that the cars were clean. They ask you all these questions. They're like, would you like any coffee and all this stuff? And the quality of it was great, but also the little details like the dealership was clean. The service advisors presented themselves very well. I got a text message after I walked out of the dealership saying, hey, thank you for this. We will be able to communicate via this thread if you have any questions. Little, little details that I didn't even know that I needed to pay attention to, which made the experience great. And that's that's a note to the quality of that business. And I feel, Garrett, that realtors sometimes do the business and they do it well, but there's little things that we miss on quality that we can tune up to make it feel even better. Because on the car thing, you can drive one car A
0: and car B, both nice cars, both clean, but they feel a little different, right? I'm itching right now because I want to go down a car route here, and I'm really trying not to. So I'm going to walk the fine line of the experience (laughs) that you're talking about. So it's interesting. We have a shop here in town that they do tires. Uh, The company called Les Schwab. If anybody is on the West Coast, you pretty much know what a Les Schwab is. More Pacific Northwest. And uh, it's interesting is is that um, they put all their employees in blue pants, white shirts. Like brilliantly white attire shop with white shirts. You got it. So brilliantly white shirts. What's the dirtiest part of a car? Tires and brakes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So what's really interesting is, is when you go in early in the morning, you see this crew that literally is like pressed white shirts, is clean as clean can get. And what it does is you watch them throughout the day get dirtier. By the end of the day, you walk in there and those shirts are from like chest down black. Their arms are black. Like they are now filthy and in the mix. But it's an interesting thing because anytime you go in there, it's one of those mental things that I have. One is these guys are working hard. Like you can tell they are working hard. It's a dirty environment. They're in the muck of it. And they're on it, like they are the ones that are like. It's almost like what you would think of of like a shop in the fifties, where like they come running out, big smile on their face, Mister Fry, Mister Fry here, and you're like, oh, over here, and they're like, sir, come with me, and it's just like Johnny on the spot, like running around, like helping me out with stuff. <laughs> but it's very interesting when you watch them if you go in in the morning. And you know it too. Ever I go in later in the day, I'm like, I know what that shirt look look like earlier today. Like this this guy has been working hard today. He's been in it. That's that quality of like what you can expect. I've never ever gone in in the morning to have work done, drop my car off and not have every single person there sparkling. They've got to have like I mean they're either one-use shirts I have no idea how they get them so white. That would be a whole conversation just to sit down with them and say, how do you get your whites so white? Because <laughs> <laughs> they got figure it figured out. But it's uh, it, it's that quality of what you expect when you go in. If I went in in the morning and they were already dirty and they could tell they just used the shirts from the day before, totally different experience. But that little piece of quality they stick to tells me that how much they're looking at the details of their business. And the quality
1: is in the details, Right. And that's a little detail where does it make them better at putting tires on? Not necessarily, but it does highlight the quality. It doesn't at all. Well, I think it speaks to how they operate, which then impacts how well they put tires on. Right. But in terms of the skills needed to rotate or balance or put a tire on, like, no, it doesn't do any of that. Yeah. But it changes. And this is where when we get into real estate, a lot of agents think, but I'm good at the business. That's good enough like my my clients are getting great results and all that stuff and I'm like okay it is good and that's already going to put you in the top 1% but if we want to go the little bit further right it's switching that mindset to i want to be the best realtor at this right like if you're going to niche into something let's say new construction it's like well what are the little details that we need to make sure that we are focused on to the absolute best new construction realtor there ever was if we're going to focus on townhomes what do we need to niche into to be the Best realtor that's ever sold and helped people buy townhomes ever, right? Like, and what are those little things that we need to do? Is it making sure our shoes are clean, you know, or whatever it is that
0: create that experience for the customer that changes the way they talk about you? Let's look at it this from this way, Matt, just for fun for a second. There are fundamental things that a lot of realtors spend a lot of time in getting really good at. Uh, we go to conferences and we learn better ways to communicate with people we We learn how to ask better questions. We learn better ways to write certain contracts so that we're you know we are protecting our clients better and protecting us better. We learn it was all this education that we go do, and then we go and we go to a class like Ninja selling. And we learn certain frequencies of interaction that we're supposed to be reaching out and talking to people and talking to them about things that are important to them. And we learn how to write handwritten notes so that we can make a strong impact with somebody. All these things are really powerful pieces. I think it's interesting what we're talking about today, Matt, is what are those little things that are not an expected piece of your job? And I think this is where those pieces that set you apart from other people people other companies other organizations that you might be working alongside or working in competition with it's the unexpected little things that you push a little bit farther like those darn clean shirts at the end of the day the guy and lily it's funny right across the street there's a a little one door tire shop that guy does a lot of tires out of there by the way and he does them in volume it's cheaper to go across the street Um, That guy will cut corners when I need to have I'm trying so hard to stay away from cars, Matt. (laughs) When I have my tires switched out to different rims, like we bent a rim on the race car here last time we were out and I had to take a tire that Les Schwab would not touch. They're like, we can't touch that tire. Like that, that thing is been used to a point that it's not, we can't put our stamp of that safe on it. Guy across the street would do it. And again, that's his market. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think that speaks
1: to like what market do you want to be in for sure? But even in those markets, it's being the highest quality in that market. And, you know, as realtors, I think most realtors want to be really really good yeah they want they want to be you know top tier market and i don't mean luxury market i just mean like best in their market in a way i don't mean best in terms of the most volume either i just mean best in that you want people talking about you and particularly in in a business where the sales cycle is long right you know customers returning to you takes a long time picture a business where it's basically a one-time kind of deal right? So what's something that you've bought, Garrett, that you'll never buy again? Like you you have it and so you're good. Uh, let's just
0: say a mountain bike. Okay. A mountain bike. Like it's, 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 it's I'm not going to buy a new one every year. Right.
1: So that's actually a good one because I bought a bike when we moved to Charleston for my wife and I really don't have any other intention of going back to the bike shop. I mean, I guess if I want to tune up or something like that, but a bike could be a good one. You buy a bike, what's going to make you want to talk about that business? How does that bike shop give you the best experience ever so that you talk to people about it? Because they know that you're probably not coming back for years because that bike's going to last you a good amount of time. Now, they can sell ancillary services like tune-ups and all that stuff. Tubes and those things, but even let's take a um, a concrete company.
0: You didn't like my bike analogy, did you? Well, I mean, you could go to the bike shop more often. It's okay. You can go concrete. We're going to come back to bikes because I I have a I have a theory here. Keep going. Okay. Let's say you're doing
1: your back patio, right? You're going to do some stamped concrete. You're probably not going to do that again. Like it's done and cool. Like we're good until we move to another house and want to do a stamped concrete. But what if that house comes? You're not going back to that business again. So how do you make the quality of that experience so darn good that they're talking about that. And our cycles in real estate are long, right? And, And we have the entire system to help you attract referrals. And we talk about flow and everything. But all of those things need to be coupled with an element of quality and detail that gets people to think, man, Garrett is the absolute best at this. And That kind of just pushes everybody else out, right? Because there are certain things that you're like, I love the quality of this. I don't even need to go look for anything else. I'm just going here and getting that.
0: Well, so I think your path you're going down here is really interesting because again, we have like that time of experience. I was going to use the restaurant because like your time of experience at a restaurant is that while you're enjoying that meal, that's your moment of like, oh, like this, this is incredible. Like I would come back and have this again, I would enjoy this again. And then there's the time in between that meal and your next meal of going back there that hey, eh, I mean, yeah, you'll talk about it, you'll share it if somebody says, "Hey, you should go use this." But there's this the, the real moment is is that moment of it. That steakhouse doesn't need to have a whole lot of high quality touches in between that steak and the next steak. They got that one moment to throw, to win on. Interesting with like real estate... Now, this is why I'm going to go back to the bike for a second, Matt. With real estate, the time is much longer between, just as you were saying. And we have an opportunity now of extending that quality of service in between the time that they actually use your service that they signed up for to the time that they're going to need it again. And this is where... I mean, we watch so many opportunities pass for real estate agents and you're like, what have you done? Like When they get so mad that somebody went and used another real estate agent, I'm like, well, what have you done to keep the quality of who you are in your industry, in your job at the highest level you possibly can? So that all through that time, now that they know you, you're not doing the technical job, but you are providing moments that allow them to refer, allow them to be comfortable with what you are and your expertise and who... It's not just the moment that they're using you for that service. And this is where we get lost in real estate because we get so easy by going, oh, it's a once every seven-year thing. No, it's not. They're your client. Take care of them every single day, every month. Figure out a way you can take care of them and bring this high level of quality of what your business is. I've got a gentleman in Fort Collins right now that he's doing mountain bike Mondays. And he gets a big group of his people together every Monday morning and they go for a mountain bike ride and he gets a chance to see all of them. And by the way, this is part of the quality of the business that he operates. He brings this great experience. This is where I was going to the mountain bikes. Makes sense. If my company that sold me my mountain bike back in the day kept in touch with me rather than just saying, enjoy your bike, (laughs) this is what they did. They could have very easily said, oh, by the way, first Friday of every month, we do a ride. It's a fun ride. It's not super technical. Oh, by the way, every second Friday, we do a really technical ride. Every third Friday, we do a huge downhill ride. Like We have these things and we'd love to invite you to come join us for whatever ride, whatever level of difficulty, whatever you want to go do. The chances of me now just not having that one touch with the mountain bike shop and then not coming back till I need a service or something's broken or whatnot, but now coming back and experiencing them again and raising my energy with them again, and now coming back and getting my experience raised with them again. For all of you who are listening who do real estate, real estate reviews, it's an option to come back around. Hey, we should probably sit down and talk about your insurance, your homeowner's insurance, which by the way, Matt, we need to do a topic on homeowner's insurance because California is getting its butt kicked right now with homeowner's insurance. California, Texas, Louisiana, all getting butts kicked with insurance right now. My father-in-law's, and and again, they own a ranch outside of town here. Same coverage. Their premium for the year annually was $8,000 is what it was for homeowner's insurance. It just went to... $25,000 for the same coverage. I'm writing it down. That's a lot. Yes. We need to go back. (laughs) We'll definitely come back to that. But this is like, the way they found out was not their realtor coming and saying, hey, guys, this is coming down the pipeline. We're watching this happen. I want to prepare you. And here's here's the questions I want you to go in and ask when you go talk to your insurance agent. This is an opportunity to create more quality than just the initial sale. And the next time you get to sell to them again, or you know, help them with the home, you are now part of this experience of bringing the highest quality ever. And this is just a, an amazing opportunity that's missed all day long. The way they found out about it was by accident. I'll
1: say this too. It's not just about having the touch points because we know that that's part of it. When we talk about quality, it's, it's the very little details like making sure if we're doing an annual real estate review to talk about insurance and say, hey, by the way, here's some things that we've learned about insurance. And by the way, in terms of protecting your home, we had a great episode with Melissa Foote about doing the home inventory. You should go back and check that out. And she offers a discount for her for her class on that, which is really huge. So go check that out. But Garrett, I also... So it's, it's how you measure the details with the stuff you do in between the deals. But I also think when you have a client who doesn't come back and use you for whatever reason, there is an element of they've maybe gotten flow with another realtor. But I would also say that the quality of how we did the transaction may have been really good, but it wasn't good enough for them to remember you for that period of time. And they didn't associate real estate with Garrett Fry. It was Garrett Fry was my realtor, but it wasn't, oh, anything related to real estate, I need to talk to Garrett. And there is a level of quality that we can build into just when we're doing business as, as well, that can change how long we stay. And then when you add in the other things in between and the quality of that, it's like, whoa, where did Garrett Fry come from? This incredible real estate advisor And I'll argue it doesn't take a lot of time. Like people are like, oh, but the amount of time and things I got to put into doing that, that just seems, but it's not about more time. It's systems, processes, and other
0: things. One, you're running a business. Uh, So first off, let's just start there. Like, yes, there is time that is involved in running a a spectacular business that people want to come back and use and rave about and whatnot. For sure. And I think the interesting thing with the quality that you're talking about, Matt, and I kind of started on, you know, went down kind of like on a bigger level of touch points and staying in flow and whatnot, but- This is important. But at the end of the day, what we're asking ourselves is, is that let's stop take a step back. I want all of you to look at your business and say, have I created a business that has quality built into it? Second is is the quality high enough for people to come back and use me again? That's where you just went. Would they come back and use me again, or did they go use another real estate agent? And will they talk about me too? That's the other element. That's a problem right there. The second one, the next piece, which is like where I always tell it's like where miracles happen. It's where that moment that people are like, "Whoa!" like. I never, ever thought I could have these types of results with my business, with this size of database. Like, Who would have known all this business was in here? All these people need my help. That miracle happens because the quality all of a sudden became high enough that those people that would come back and use you again now want all their friends to come use you too. And you know those restaurants in your town. You know those companies that you're like, not only am I going to use them, I'm going to tell everybody about them. They went above and beyond. They showed up in a way that I was not expecting. And that is the powerful piece. And this is that Lushwab Schwab has built an entire business for many, many, many years on that little teeny piece of... One is that they also give free beef during certain times of the year, which is hysterical too. Free beef? Oh, with a set of four tires, you get free steaks. Oh, you get free uh, beef sticks and all kinds. It depends on what you want. They give you a huge package of free beef. Wow. It's a great, great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, so I think it would be fair to just give some things that you can look at that would help raise the quality of, of your business, right? And I would start by just looking at your processes. One, do you have it written down? And if you don't, There's a gap in quality that we can tighten up. Okay, yes, I know it's in your head and you know what to do. Great. Let's write it down and take a look at what that is. And and is it systematic to every customer? Because the restaurant, going back to that as an example, you want your process to be on because the quality of the experience is not just what you have, but also what other people have. Mm -hmm. And now there are some people who would never be happy. And I totally get that. But you want every customer that comes through to have that same experience. And you want those customers, when they come back, to have that same high-quality experience. And if we don't have a process in place, we could miss the opportunity to make sure that the quality is up to the standard that you want it to be. So... First things first, look at your processes and say, hey, do I have them written down? And are there little areas that I can tighten up to make them even better? It could be as simple as when you're doing your emails and writing your emails instead of just writing, Garrett, comma, this is what's going on. It could be, hi, Garrett, comma, how are you today? Did you have a great weekend? Hey, here's where we are in the process, right? That changes a email from good, gets the job done to a higher quality of an experience for somebody which can change the way they look at your business and that can be part of your process.
0: So that's that's where I would look at Gary. Where where what are some things you would want to look at for quality of the business? Just kind of going back to your quality side of it, I think is what you were just saying that I think is important because I was going back to this restaurant Hall's Steakhouse in uh, in Charleston which we've talked about on a podcast before. So good. I was
1: just there recently.
0: Yeah, if you ever, you ever get a chance, if you're you're in Charleston, go to Hall's. Shout out to Brian Stevens who
1: sent me a gift card to Hall's as a thank you. And he's uh, he's agent up in the Pittsburgh area, wonderful ninja. And he knew he knew what I liked. So kudos to him. Thank you, Brian.
0: So with that being said, it's an interesting thing. And this goes back to quality, but not only just quality has to be duplicatable process. Like it has to be the same experience for everybody. Because I was just thinking about this, as you said this, when we were there, Matt, it was incredible. The, uh, there was a gentleman that came running around and he like, he's like, hey, can I take pictures of your table and stuff like that? And I thought he was just somebody who worked at the restaurant and uh, kind of ran around and was doing some other stuff. And then at the end of it, I said to the, the maitre D, I said, this has been an incredible experience. I said, uh, you know, just being here and the attention to detail that all of you have had on every single thing. I said, even the fact that that gentleman over there came over and took our picture, and they go, Oh, yeah, that's our owner. I'm like, <laughs> what? They're like, yeah, that's the owner of the restaurant. He just he runs around and does that kind of stuff. Yep. Here's the interesting thing is, is that it's one thing to do a one off. That was an experience that made me talk about it. Easily a piece of quality like that. Like, if somebody else went in, Matt. And they were like, oh, the owner like, comes to the table and talks to you and things like that. Like, this, if that doesn't happen, those little things of quality that you've built into a business, if it's not a consistent duplicatable thing, all of a sudden can have somebody walking away going, well, the owner never came by and said hi to us. Like I heard this about this restaurant that the owner does this and engages with us. And he never came. I guess we weren't good enough to have that experience. You got to be so careful with the quality you add in the extra little pieces that you bring in because the minute I walk into Les Schwab in the morning and one of them has a dirty shirt, my brain goes, oh, that wasn't a level of quality that I thought I could expect out of them. They don't run at that level all the time. Interesting. All right. No big deal. That's something to be said too, is
1: when you level up your quality it does put more responsibility on you to keep it there because people will notice when it is not there.
0: So whatever you're going to bring it up, own it. Yeah. Like if you're going to raise that quality level up, make sure before you plug and play and you put it out there, make sure you look at it and go, is this something I can commit to? This is why process is
1: important. Being who I am. Because process will help you then build the quality and you get to tighten up all the things. And then you build habits around those things. And here's the cool part. For most realtors, you don't really have to worry about managing a whole team of people that got to wash their white shirts. You just got to manage your own white shirt. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so you actually have an easier opportunity to create an incredible level of quality. And then the beauty is once you have that process written down, as you grow, if you want to bring other people
0: in, you have a system you can hand them. I'm curious. I'm I'm going to go in there and see what their process is for getting their shirts as white as they do. Because if they're putting it on each individual employee there to make sure those shirts are that white, it's I would be interested. Like, what is their protocol? Like, they probably have this is the detergent we use. This is like, don't mess with it. This is. A, I guarantee you though, they have them done for them. But we'll, I'm going to find out. I'm going to go in there. I love I love the tire shop. Find out. We we will report back with what's
1: going on over at the tire shop in terms of their white shirts. <laughs> How do you get your whites so white? I'm literally going to ask that question. So, all right. Anyway, Garrett, thanks for going down this route with me. I think, you know, something to just put in the back of the heads too. It just want to beat this over the head a little. The quality is going to change the way, the rate of referrals that come through to you. 100%, right? If you step up your quality... Which doesn't mean you have to do more actions. Just take all the things that you're doing and say, hey, how can I make this a little bit higher quality? The rate of referrals will increase over time and your business will become even more sustainable. So just remember that. It's
0: going to change your business for the long haul, which is a good thing. So so Matt, great topic. Thank you so much for bringing this one to the table. And uh, I did pretty good on staying away from cars. Yeah, I mean, I brought up cars, so that was all on me. I know. I I tried. I really. I, I tried to figure in the restaurants, fit that in a little bit. But and the reason why I
1: didn't name brands is because everybody has a different experience with certain brands that they like. But you all have a car where you're like, "Yep, that always feels good," and so that's why. I'm, that's that's the car analogy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> So for all of you that want to check out more about what Ninja Selling is, go to ninjaselling.com. If you haven't been to an installation and you want to get to one, go to uh, check that out uh, with upcoming events. That is where you will get the foundation uh, to be able to implement into your business will be by going to an installation. It's in the title. We install ninjas, what we do into you and your business. With that being said, from there, if you want to go check out coaching, uh, we do offer personalized one-on-one coaching. We have a tremendous, awesome, amazing group of coaches all over the United States. We coach people all over the world. This is not something that if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, I wish I wish I lived. Doesn't matter. We coach people now in Nicaragua, in New Zealand, Cayman Islands. Uh we have people all over the place now. So it's amazing. It is very cool. So, uh, we have that for you. And if you just want to get a light overview of what this all is, and I shouldn't say a light overview because it's a great way to kind of get started. Go get the book. You can find Ninja Selling on Amazon. Uh, you can find it in your local bookstore. Uh, it's a great way to get started and to get your foundation going there so you know what the next steps are. With that being said, also go check out our Facebook community. We've got a ton of like minded ninjas just like you. And uh, it's a great place to pass referrals and get referrals, as well as learn from others. No doubt. So Matt, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate everybody else out there. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening as always. And we will be back soon. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you, everybody. Have a great
1: day. We'll see you later.
0: If you later. enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com.
1: There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.